Basil, a lot's been happening. Obviously, you've been following the U.S. election. Well, Hillary remains the heavy favorite to be the next president, two to one on. Two to one, okay. On. Yeah. So 20 bucks to win another 10, you know. Mm-hmm. And Trump is around the three to one mark to be president. So let's put our cards on the table, Patrick. Who's going to be the Democratic nominee? It looks like it's going to be Hillary Clinton, just based on the trajectory of the previous primary states and the ones coming forward. I think I think she'll probably carry New York. That's a big state. And I think Hillary, she might carry California, too. And that's a big state in terms of delegates. But the problem is it's, it's proportional representation. So it's a tight race. And they have proportional delegates right through all 50 states. But Hillary has the edge on the superdelegates, which is the most corrupt, undemocratic aspect of the Democratic Party, which will I'm keep... I'm not sure that it's, it's, it's very undemocratic and corrupt, I agree. But I don't know if it's the most corrupt. I think the most corrupt is the vote fraud. Oh, okay, vote fraud. Tell us what <laughs> tell us what you found in this department. This is what we want to hear. Well, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the work of uh, Richard Charnin, who's a statistician and has done very detailed analysis of the comparison between uh, exit polls and then outturn results between, you know, both in primaries and in uh, previous presidential elections. So, uh, if, if I may, I'm just going to Uh, read out a little bit from his blog about the Michigan primary. Sure. Michigan primary, Bernie did much better than the recorded share indicates. It's 12th of March. Officially, Sanders had 590,386 votes, 49.8%, and Clinton 570,948, 48.3. So Sanders won Michigan. This analysis indicates that Sanders did much better than his recorded vote. In Massachusetts, Clinton won by just 1.4%. But hand-counted precincts favoured Sanders by 57 to 40 in 68 towns. Clinton won in urban areas. Sanders won the preliminary exit poll by 52.1. This is the key point. Sanders won the preliminary exit poll by 52.1 to 45.7, which gives him a 97% chance of winning. But he didn't. Wow. You follow. What state was that again? Massachusetts. Wow, that's interesting. I would have expected in Michigan, him. Clinton also, well, in Michigan, Clinton also won the urban counties, Wayne County and Detroit and Oakland County, with approximately 55% of the vote. But Sanders had nearly 56% in 73 of, of the 73 of the 83 Michigan counties he won. Once again, we have multiple confirmation indicating fraud. Cumulative vote shares, preliminary exit poll, absentee vote anomalies, and other anecdotal information. And the same is applied apparently to uh, to Trump being uh, defrauded by uh, Cruz. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about that as well. You know. Yeah, that was in the Iowa caucuses. That was just kind of dirty. Oh, more recently as well, no, in Texas. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Is this electronic voting, or is this just uh, yes. a- anecdotal reports, or is this official? Yes, I mean, well, I mean, what's the difference between anecdotal and official? Do you know well, what the, I mean? The anecdotal, well, there is a difference, and uh, an Austin radio station had a number of callers call in claiming that when they hit Donald Trump, it cast a vote for Marco Rubio. Now, people calling into radio stations is, is hardly evidence, um, and that can be created or fabricated for various reasons. So I'm looking for the stuff that you were reading before, which is really 
statistical right. analysis or something we can sink yes. our teeth into. Yes. But um, so are you saying that maybe there's a it varies from county to county or state to state? Yes, depending on uh, depending, of course, on whether it's the voting machines which can flip the vote or it's hand counted ballots mm-hmm. where it's voting machines. They can be pre-programmed. And, and, the, and these are, and these are correlated against exit poll results, right? Correlated against exit polls. Exactly. Okay. And there's, and so they should be. So what, what we're saying here, Basil is those should be fairly uniform from County to County and state to state because it, they're, you know, it's empirical in, for the most part, right. but they're not, they're not uniform. That's right. Exactly. Right. So what uh, does this tell us? It, it's this widespread fraud, Patrick. <laughs> um, widespread voter, on. widespread voter fraud, election fraud in in the United States of America. The, 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 I mean, the beacon you know, of of democracy, of uh, of freedom around the carry, world. The the shining the shining city on the hill. That's yeah. what we are. Are you saying that we engage in election and voting fraud in this great country? I'm saying that uh, this eminent statistician says there's a 97% probability of it. (laughs) (laughs) It should be conventional wisdom by now, says uh, Charney. In state elections, fraud abounds in heavily populated urban and suburban locations. Of course, the media never talks about it. They report the recorded numbers as if there was not a fraud factor. And that is the key thing. It's the big no-no when it comes to to the mainstream media. Voter fraud is simply untouchable as a subject because it completely undermines the fabric of democracy. Mm-hmm. It indicates criminal activity, which may or may not be linked to the candidates themselves, but it's something very deep, dark and dirty, and it shouldn't be happening. I mean, you've, the thing is already rigged enough, as we said, in terms of you know airtime given to candidates and the way the spin is framed and all the rest of it and the sort of Hillary inevitability thing that's been going on for months, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, uh, to voter fraud, that's another matter. That The vote is surely sacrosanct. But uh, remember what Joe Stalin said, uh, it's not who votes that counts, it's who counts the votes. Yes, Uncle Joe. The wise words of Uncle Joe. So, so it's, I, I mean, I find it really very sad, actually, Patrick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is sad, but that's a very good analysis that you pulled up. What's the? Tell us this website again. I would drop me the link after the show or, or now. We'll, we'll try Richard to. Charn, RichardCharnin.wordpress.com. Okay, drop us that link. I'd love to put that on the oh. show page for our listeners to click on. That's the sort of analysis we're looking for uh, in terms of. Uh, this is a big. I mean, I've been following this. Uh, as long as, I don't know, quite a few years, blackboxvoting.org. There's a couple of other good websites. Um, Yes. This is nothing new. The the most harrowing video was one of a a computer programmer testifying after the Florida 2000 elections. Uh, And this is, I don't know, 2004, I believe. Yes, 2004. And uh, he was talking about how you could basically centralize the fraud. Um, by inserting a piece of uh, code uh, into the into the matrix that's uh, networking all these voting computers, very easily done, right. and no one would that's be able to tell if it happened unless you hand counted all the electronic voting receipts. There's no there's no record of them. Yeah, know. this is the irony of electronic voting, Basil. Is that it, there is it, it is easy to rig. It's it, you know it's hard to rig. You can you can rig a hand counted ballot situation, but you have to have control of a lot of different people and different factors, 
And it's just that much yes. easier and cheaper to do yes. with electronic voting, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I don't trust it. <laughs> 